If there's one thing that we all know about me, it's that I'm constantly fixating on my health. We know, baby. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm always trying a new thing. I'm trying a new diet, a new workout, a new gadget. Just trying to find out what really works and what's fact versus fiction. Yeah, and I'm constantly researching, usually for Taryn to mm-hmm. look up some new illness or ailment and try <laughs> to calm her down. But also, since being in my 30s, I'm really focused on getting my health in tip-top shape, realizing how I eat and how I move is going to affect me, not just right now, but 10, 20 years down the road. And with us wanting to have a baby this year, health is just more important than ever to us. So all of this research has finally led to something good. Let us introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. And you don't have to take our word for it. Avid podcast fan Stephanie left an Apple review that says, the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast is a life-changing, science-based, myth-busting podcast that's a must-listen for anyone who eats food and wants to understand how it affects their body. If you're ready to join millions of others like Stephanie transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, and welcome to Staying Up with Cammie and Taryn. I'm Cammie. And I'm Taryn. And every night we have a sleepover, but every week we invite you to join us. Thanks for staying up. Thanks for staying up. Thanks for staying up. Um, to stay up with us and to catch you guys up yeah. on our life, I am very pissed off at myself and at retro. Ret- re- oh my god, I couldn't even speak. Oh my god, Mercury retrograde. That's happening right now. Yes. Okay, I doesn't explain so much. No, oh. no. I was gonna say merch. Oh my god! <laughs> See, Mercury merch. Retrograde. Get our merch. <laughs> Get the merch. <laughs> Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard, and you can even share video podcasts on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads, and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch it's been so great for Taryn and I to record and publish our episodes ourselves from anywhere so if you're ready to start your podcast give it a try download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started um mercury is always in retrograde she's not people are just always talking about her no, but everybody says that. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Mercury's in retrograde, isn't it? And it, I feel like it always is. It's not always. And when it is, technology fails. So here's what happened. How would that work? Last Friday, April 21st. Yes, I know the exact date because I have just spent yeah. two days straight searching for a file on my laptop using 10 different software recovery programs it was five i was exaggerating but five is still a lot five is and i would have used more if i could find more that seemed reliable and weren't gonna seal my information anyways it's friday morning we are supposed to be guests on a podcast called we're having gay sex 
We're excited. We're young. We're fun. We're yo- we are so much younger last Friday. We are feeling flirty. Nothing so is flirty. a problem. We are so excited. We are having a great morning. So part of the We Are Having Gay Sex podcast oh, yeah. is that they ask you, "Are have, have you had gay sex this week? So Taryn and I go to go on the podcast. She's like, oh, do I need anything prepared? I'm like, they ask a question. I forget what it is. I look it up. And we start dying laughing because we have not had gay sex that week we did a lot of straight sex but no <laughs> just oh my god we were out on the town straight sex wise oh so much Wait, sex. did we die laugh or was it like a sad that i don't remember being like <laughs> it was it was kind of both like bummer but also because we had talked about dry spells on the last podcast that we yes. were like we have not had gay sex this week yeah. we cannot go on this podcast and have them ask this question and we say no yes so we were like should we should we have some gay sex? But then we like, again, haha, laughed it off. And we both were doing stuff before the podcast. So we weren't. Then, as you guys know from last week's episode, Taryn has asked me to sex her more at home. She really wants that. And I saw an opportunity and I ran with it. And she took it. So I text her and we literally had like 30 minutes before the podcast started and I still needed to finish getting ready, which this is so unlike me. I was going to say, this is literally the most unlike thing that Cam has ever done because Cam is like, so unlike me. anytime that we're going anywhere, an hour, no questions asked before is blocked off on Cam's calendar. And that's me pushing it. That's her pushing it. That's like, if I'm not getting, if an hour before we have to leave, I haven't started getting ready, I'm not going. Yeah. And it's not even because I really think I take that long to get ready. If I know what I'm wearing, I can get ready really quick. It's just that I need space. I, I would preferably like to have three hours to go anywhere, <laughs> if not more. And, and I can't express w- how much she means anywhere. I'll be like, grocery store. Let's po- just pop. I purposefully try to say, like, let's just pop down to the local coffee shop for real. I'm happy quick. to pop, but I'm going to look cute doing it. She's like, and if I don't, I'm not going. Yeah, so there's no such thing as a quick pop. I am what I am in this family. You are, and I love you, and I married you. But the, but that is true. Everything comes with an hour. Yeah, unless I'm already ready, which those days are amazing. Yeah. So, anyways, we have 30 minutes before the podcast. I have just finished my makeup. I still need to get dressed, do my hair, and set everything up. Which sometimes that alone can take 30 minutes to set up. And I text Aaron, and I'm like, "Should we have a quickie?" And she texts me like running emojis and that she did. The girl running in the blue shirt. I was like, that's me. And then do you remember how you came running up the stairs? Because you found it very unattractive, but I thought it was very cute. Um, Yeah. I mean, look, (laughs) quite the opposite, obviously, of her situation. I'm nearly never ready. And even (laughs) when I am ready, I don't look ready. And so it's like (laughs) if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. If you don't get ready, you never have to get ready. ready. (laughs) And so my my delta is really a 10 minute yeah if situation that. if that and it doesn't look much different than how it looked beforehand mm-hmm. um okay you saying mm-hmm hurts a little oh i <laughs> i i hear that i wasn't mm-hmm to that sorry i was taking a sip of my wine and i zoned out i was not even listening to you i was just like yeah she Any- gets ready she gets ready quick mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and now i'm registering that you said it doesn't look much different it's well because you always look pretty so it doesn't matter oh what a save um but um so I, at this time, was wearing shorts and a hoodie and my Uggs. <laughs> and I was clobbering up the stairs like a freaking... I heard thunk, 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 y- thunk, Yeah, thunk. like, I can't even think of... I'm trying to think of a... a, a like, a, like it looked like I had, like, workman's boots on. Oh, yeah, I get that visual. But none of the rest. It was, like... It was if adorable. I was wearing, like, a hot, like, 
you know, workman's outfit. Maybe that would have been cool. But it was just me down in my little dungeon. It was giving, there's a fire in, ha- in the house. We got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Grab nothing and go. It, it was giving when you're in college <laughs> and, that's and the fire alarm goes off. But I liked that urgency for it. I, I mean, thought it was fucking cute. Look, if I get a text like that after I ask for a text like that, Nothing's going to stop me. Nothing. Those boots, those clunky Uggs. Yeah, you can't really say no when you've asked for it and then I give it because then I'm going to be like, I dried. And those Uggs felt like when in Sandlot, (laughs) when he puts on the perfect Converse, Mm -hmm. that is exactly what I felt like. Even though I was in those clunky boots, I was like, dude, I'm jumping over the stuff. I'm I'm running out the dog. I'm -hmm. I'm ready. So anyway, all to say I wasn't looking cute, but I did show up. Yeah. And it was a great time and we got set up for the podcast so quickly and we were ready to go. And then nine minutes before Ash had to cancel because she wasn't feeling well and she just showed that night she had to like get ready for. So we were perfectly set up, ready to go in a great mood. We had just had sex. It was fabulous. We were flying high. Yeah. And she cancels and we're like, wait, we can't let this mood go to waste. We can't let this setup go to waste even though we had just recorded the podcast two days prior, we're like, let's do it. And then we're going to be ahead. And we are now currently in Palm Springs. So we are going to record an episode here. I was like, this is going to be amazing. We're going to be a week ahead. I'm so happy. I love productivity. This is, (laughs) she became a productivity guru. This is incredible. (laughs) So we record the single best episode of staying up (laughs) ever. I love that you could say that. I can say we look the hottest. I have, Two minutes and 15 seconds of it. So I can prove that we looked amazing. I just love that. We have a glow. I love your commitment to saying that it was the best episode when there's can it can never be proven. Hey, hey, that's exactly what I'm saying. Because you know. can't tell me that it wasn't. It was amazing. Well, I mean, also we have kind of, in a sense, restructured the podcast where we felt like it was falling a little flat because we were just regurgitating things that we had already talked about. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't our dynamic. We weren't like... It wasn't like going to dinner with us and us chatting about shit. We already knew the things. It felt like a little play that we had rehearsed and it was like opening night. And we already knew what the other was going to say. You tell that story. Oh, Cammie's going to tell this story. And it's just. It felt like every like back and forth we have when we like run into someone we haven't seen in a couple weeks. So for people that that stuck around for that. Thank you. We appreciate you. But it wasn't enjoyable. So then we were like, what is the issue here? Is it off because we're doing video what is the problem here and we decided it's because we already know what we're gonna say so we fixed it and now we are just kind of like shooting the shit more and picking a topic and sharing our thoughts with each other yeah and a lot of it's things that we don't know about each other or whatever it feels more like you're just hanging out with us and i felt like we like the pillow princess episode i had a lot of fun yeah that was the first episode we kind of leaned into this and then last episode it was just so it was so good, y'all. You're just going to take my word for it. But anyways, I went to edit it. We were at a coffee shop. The Wi-Fi wasn't Wi-Fiing. And I had to stop. And I was like, I'll finish it when we get home. My computer's really full right now. I've been having to like yeah. finish stuff and delete it right away and not keep stuff on my computer. And I, somewhere along the lines, I put it in the trash folder. I emptied the trash folder. And the only part was the little half export that happened, which was two minutes and 15 seconds. I have been using every recovery software possible. And you know what? This happens like once a year for me, especially when I was consistent on YouTube, which I have been excited to get re-consistent on YouTube. Mm, I've been like reinvigorated. Yeah, I haven't talked to you about it yet, but Mm. been reinvigorated, like wanting to kind of jump back in. And this 
took the wind out of my sails. But anyways, that's my update. <laughs> oh, baby. That's I'm just so sad. I mean, look, it was sad. And I was trying to be supportive. And at the same time, I was trying to be like, hey. It's okay. We're going to find it. You're going to find it on one of these softwares. Mm -hmm. But also, if you don't, we could always re-record because my memory is this long, which I did a little baby little little number with my fingers. It's the smallest little number um, to say that <laughs> my memory is so little so that I don't even really remember. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember talking last episode, but I don't yeah. remember the ins and outs of your beliefs. Gonna, on, on the I things know, we but talked like about. the whole point of our new vibe was that it's fresh, new. But to, uh, I'm telling you, to me, it's fresh and new. I'm I sorry that it for might me, not be. Maybe not, though. Well, just act surprised. I also am just upset because I think I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Mm. All good things come to me. I put luck in the universe. All that mumbo jumbo that I deeply wholeheartedly believe. I'm not even kidding that I was like, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it because I, I really thought you were too. If there's anyone who's going to find it and who's going to get that luck, it's going to be this bitch right here. Yeah. And I didn't. And that's upsetting. So now I need to reprogram my brain to say, I am still the luckiest girl in the world for not finding it because I wasn't meant to find it. That's beautiful. And that's important. But I don't believe that in my heart right now. So I like have to work through that. Anyways, what's your update, baby? How was your week ignoring all this mumbo jumbo? It's hard to ignore. It really is important to you. So I'm feeling pretty sad. No, no. We got to let it go. We I had a great week. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty sad. I had a great week. Good. Um, well, I mean, last week, what really happened that that really stuck out to me is that I got called up to the big leagues. I got to play in a championship softball game. The league is 99% men. And by 99%, I really mean 99.9. You have to have one girl on your team, but then it's just a bunch of dudes. Um, <laughs> a bunch of dudes. And I, the, the woman that was normally on the team wasn't there. And so I got to play the woman. I don't ever know what to say. <laughs> it's like, do you say girl, lady, woman? Well, you, me, and Kevin, yeah. Taryn's friend, had a chat about this. What that do you say? I always call everyone a lady. Like you this call lady. everyone a lady? Yeah. La they're a lady. Like, I'm like, if I'm mad at someone, I'm like, this fucking lady. No, if, if they're if mad, they're it's a lady. No, but even I'm like, oh, look at that little lady. Like, everyone's a lady. Good, bad, neutral. No, you say girl. No, lady. If you were, look at this little... You'd say, look at the little girl. No. I, I very rarely say girl. It's to a lady. child, you would say. Well, I'm not talking about a child. I'm talking about a, a actual woman. If it is a adult female. Ugh, I hate when people call I people females. I hate when Ugh. people say, oh, yeah. So how do you pick up on females? And I'm like, Why Ew. are you saying and that? And it's always it's, like Andrew Tate people. It's always that. Like, like all the females come around me. I'm like, okay, I'm not out here being like all of the homo sapiens. <laughs> I'm just Maybe like Maybe we should <laughs> Should we just call Everyone homos Because technically They're all homo sapiens <laughs> I'm just gonna say that To everyone And if they get mad That I call them a homo I'm gonna be like Are you not a homo sapien Anywho This woman This woman was out of town This woman lady girl Homosexual woman Female Was out of town Is she a homosexual Or homo sapien Or both I did mean homo, homo sapien But I think that she is a Homosexual Okay also. well homos all around Um so only homos can play softball. Softball. <laughs> <laughs> only homos can play softball. <laughs> We're feeling silly. Oh. oh, as soon as it came out of my, my face. 
Only homos can play softball. Okay, continue, continue. Okay, so basically I I hit every time I was up at bat. Oh, it was so cool. All three times. Guys, it was so impressive. I was so nervous for going in and it was so good. I was really nervous. I, I get nervous about things that I think that people expect me to be good at. Yeah. And any sort of athletic feat tends to be one of those things where I feel like I go into it and I'm like, fuck. Like, I, was- I just can't believe the level of confidence to go play with a bunch of dudes who are relatively good at softball. Let's fake it till you make it, oh baby. Oh my God, it's so impressive. Like, that is the hottest thing to be that you were like down to do that. I mean, I'm down, but I'm also in my head shitting bricks. So I, I-, I won't go into it, but the- my first at bat, Kevin, everyone's favorite straight, uh, is also on the team. Everyone's <laughs> favorite homo sapien. <laughs> homo sapien, straight, heterosexual, mammal, man, mammal, um, <laughs> was saying, Hey, this pitcher does this whole wind up big long thing. It was actually so annoying. So annoying. But he's like, watch the first ball. It's probably going to be a ball. And then swing on the second. Mm, Solid. So I'm And he goes, unless you really think it's your pitch, then hit it. Pitch comes through. I'm watching. My baby's in the stands. I'm so excited. She's so excited. Our friend Sim's in the stands. Kevin's watching. Everyone here is like, this fucking girl's here. She's not going to be able to hit it. I go, this is going to be a ball. So I let it go. Ball. So good. So, so sick. Good. The ump goes, ball. And I'm like, I know. I knew it. But also Kevin knew it. And I just listened. Second pitch comes up. And I'm like, this is my ball. This is what Kevin was saying. This is my mm-hmm. ball. I take it. This thing flies. And not up, but out. Yeah. But a little up and out. It was, it, she smashed it. It was between up and out, to be fair. Yeah. I made sure it's recording. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so paranoid. <laughs> um, okay. So it was a little up and out. Yeah. It flies. I run. People mm-hmm. cheer. Mm-hmm. By people, I mean person. And two. Sim. Me and Sim. Two, two whole people. And, and we cheered loud. They drop, it gets to a guy, but he drops it like a Sim hexed him. She was like, I was like, don't you dare catch it. And she was like, drop it. You will drop it. And he dropped it. She was like, this. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> she like spoke in parcel tongue. Um, a snake ba- came out of nowhere. Baseball tongue, softball tongue. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so ball was dropped. I made it to Beautiful. first. Almost went to second, but the guy was like, don't. I ended Beautiful. up scoring us a run. I went all mm-hmm. the way around town, all the little bases, touched them with my tootsies. Gorgeous. And now I'm obsessed with softball. Um, well, that's not true. I'm you obsessed what? with the camaraderie of a rec mm. team league. Yes. I've been you on always some... have been. We've talked about it so many times already on here. Yes. This is anything new. Yeah. But we did win the championship. I did get to hold and kiss the trophy. It was a big ass trophy too. She got a little champion t-shirt that she immediately wore to bed that night. Yeah. So I came home feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> that was my big update. And it was great. I'm still reeling from it to be fair. I did you get should. asked to play again this week. Um, but we're out in the desert, so I am not available. You know what is um, going through my head every uh, few seconds? I don't. Can I try to guess? Yeah, go for it. Is it something from a show? God, kind, no. No. No, I don't know, then. Slurping on Peppa Pig's Venus! 
Okay. Our friends are parents, and their little baby, six-year-old boy, was in the car with his older brother, who's nine, and his older brother's friend. And out of nowhere, he said, slurping on Peppa Pig's penis. (laughs) And it is replaying in my head over and over and then they had to tell him that peppa pig does not have a penis because peppa pig is a, a girl that's what the brother which said. was the so funny like, no it oh, would be yeah. a vagina i and love that that's what his like, response was like first of all he should have laughed i'm like kind of mad that he didn't give his little brother so much credit because that is so fucking funny but i also <laughs> love that he like corrected peppa pig's genitals like what what that's also so sweet like to know that he was absolutely just trying to impress impress his yeah. brother and be like, dude, I know stuff. I know the word penis. I know like cool noises but people like, make. Slurping is slurping. So he said gross. slurping on Peppa Pig's penis. Oh my god, it's <laughs> disgusting. And I can't stop. It's again and again and again and again. Like every five seconds it replays in my head um so anyways if i ever zone out during this episode just know that that's what's going on in my head you know what else has been going on in our head what spooky dookie things yeah things of spooky nature we are gonna do a traditional spooky sleepover (laughs) tonight (laughs) you like that like it or not like it um (laughs) Slurp it or not slurp it? Does it slurp or not? Is this slap? I love it. You guys, before this episode, we like couldn't find a place to record in the house. Oh, my parents' house. This house I feel like, loopy. Is very minimal, which makes you think that it should. It's like minimal modern makes you think that it no, should it's be really so easy. so open layout. There's to, so much in the background. There's just so much going on. So Cam is getting all stressed because she's beautiful. the one that has to pick where we record, which is because I don't know. And she's <laughs> like, none of this is working. Da, 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 da. It's, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. It's all wrong. Um and we had a moment of like we shouldn't record right now we both are in kind of like grumpy i'm getting my period we're not in feeling and it. then i don't know what happened we sat out here it might it all came together it might be the 91 degree weather yeah or the fact that i've now had like a glass of wine didn't hurt potentially both. It didn't hurt so in true sleepover fashion we're getting spooky dooky, baby. We're talking about shit that you might talk about at a sleepover that's a little like, what do you believe in? Yeah. We're getting a little, as I like to call it, woohoo. <laughs> okay, Cammy, this is so fucking pure. Lately, okay, you know the term woo-woo where it's like, okay, somebody's like woo-woo. They're like into, I don't know, astrology and crystals and like shit like that. It doesn't mean that they're like weird. It just means... I don't know. Woo woo has become the word for that. Yeah, it's they're, like they're a little woo woo. They're a little woo woo. But Cam <laughs> messes it up every time she goes to say it. She says woo hoo, and it changes. Like my life flashes before my eyes. It changes everything. She's like, okay, so okay, you know, da da da. She's a little woo hoo. <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking. And then precious. the second it comes out, comes out of my mouth, I'm like, I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. Shit. But she keeps doing it. It's so pure. They're just a little woohoo. So we're talking woohoo shit tonight, PPs. <laughs> we're talking all the woohoos. Um, what? Why this conversation is top of mind for us? Yes. Are you okay? You're crying. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I love when people have watery eyes when they cry. It's so oh, pure. it's every time. It takes nothing. I chuckle. I'm like, haha, waterworks. It's so annoying. <laughs> it's so um, annoying. Maybe that's why I do that laugh that annoys you because I don't want to cry. It does not annoy me. 
whatever. Don't Anyways, we started talking about <laughs> spooky stuff because we are driving back from this little cutie, cutie patootie coffee shop. If you're not watching on YouTube, you cannot see Cammy currently driving with her arms. She's going, ooh, ooh, ooh. skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> skirt. Um, we are driving past a cemetery uh-huh. and so we're too happy for the, the beginning of the story. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think cemeteries are sad. Um, they're sad. It's beautiful that we have like burial rituals. I'm not saying it's not beautiful. I'm saying it's sad. We were driving past cemetery and Taryn was like, isn't it crazy that like there's just a bunch of ghosties in there? Is that what you said? Something of that nature. And I was like, they're not in there. And I think for a second you were like, do you not believe in ghosts? And I was like, why would they be at the cemetery? Mm. They like, they have no allegiance to the cemetery. If I died right now and you buried me at a cemetery... I don't know that cemetery. Like, I think my spirit already left my body. I'm not there. So we went into a debate. So this episode, we're going to bring up a couple things that are often highly debated. The spooky, the, 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 the crawly, the interesting. Round one. Ghosts. Do they exist? And do they live at a cemetery? (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, oh wait I'm watching this lady golf right now We're on a golf course And oh, she's fucking slapping it Let's see what's gonna happen little, We should be a little quiet <gasps> Dude, Oh, oh my god not really bad That was <laughs> I thought for one second Aww. One second Oh no I thought it was gonna hit us Shame She's practicing it did not even No now she's doing her ground. swing again Oh my god But her and her husband maybe Are both wearing pink Which is They adore. look so cute And it's so hot out so Kudos to them What if they're ghosts Maybe. No, they don't look like ghosts. Anyways. Um, okay. So round one, ghosts. Go. <laughs> Have you ever had a ghost encounter? Nothing I can prove. Okay. Well my who can prove? I, no one's ever been able like, to prove. Kind of. But my aunt's house, my mom's sister's home, which oh my Not gosh, my no, my aunt is now passed away. I'm like, oh. has she met the ghost who lived in her house for years? <gasps> That didn't even occur to me. That's juicy. Whoa. Okay. Anyways, her house was so haunted and they didn't give a fuck. The, the, the ghost was fine. The first experience of it was my mom was babysitting her nephews and the one kept coming downstairs and was like, Aunt Sandy, I can't sleep. The colonel won't let me. And my mom was like, the fuck? Ew. The colonel? And my mom's like starting to get a little spooked out throughout the night. He keeps saying this, but she's like, little kids are fucking crazy they're so dumb like what is he talking about then she fell asleep on the couch and my mother claims that she woke up and she literally saw a figure that looked like a colonel that she could only see it kind of like from like waist ish up and it looked fully like a human but like not she was like it's not like what you typically see in horror movies but like a little transparent but not in a way you would think like a, a little different but it like just moved across the room like like at 80 percent opacity yeah she freaked the fuck out naturally and then as soon as her sister came home she like ran out of there was like what the fuck and then her sister was like laughing at her and she's like oh my god you met the colonel like (gasps) thought it was so funny that my mom was so scared and then when they were selling the house every time they were doing stuff to like do little updates mow the lawn paint like the paint would get pushed over the lawn the lawnmower would stop and these ghosts did not want them to leave i think because they liked that they respected them and everything was kosher and chill yeah and they would laugh about it and be like oh my god come on stop it nothing bad ever happened but it was like very 
spirity there. I okay, guess. so babe, level with me and be honest. Oh, and if you look it up, it's on like a list of haunted places okay, in that's Pennsylvania. Scary. That's scary. Yeah. yeah, like it's like known. But be, be honest, honest with me. Do you? What do you think that that is? I think that ghosts are real, but I don't think everyone who dies are ghosts. I think so it is you, classic. Like you have unsolved things i think maybe a lot of kids get confused i think like not that you have a decision but i think like Mm. i think your spirit can get a little stuck in this world like we are not attached you're talking spirit like when someone dies their spirit is somehow stuck yeah and i think typically it becomes completely detached from who we are because Mm -hmm. we don't have the brain anymore and our brain is where we hold most of who we are Mm -hmm. so I think this also kind of not to go totally off, but it, it links back to like nature and nurture mm. where it's like there is part that I believe you just are who you are. Yeah. And then it's like brain and chemical and all these other things. But I think there's a spirit or whatever you want to call it in us that we don't understand that we cannot. That's an energy. Yeah. You can't see it. You can't say like this is where your energy and your soul is. It's no, like it's just your energy. It's just who you are. Yeah. Um, but so but but back to this house. Oh, what? What is happening in this house? You believe, like truly, deeply believe. I mean, I don't don't know. I never experienced it. I didn't spend time there. No, but I'm saying even hearing these stories, whatever, and people that you love and trust. Yeah, I think lived at this house. You're like, I think that there are spirits that are going around this house. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think it was maybe just one or maybe a couple. Yeah, Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Um. Yeah, Kendall Jenner. <laughs> I just really do, and like that's awesome. I just think they get attached to places or people or things or whatever it may be because they like weren't ready to go, and I think like their energy gets stuck there. It doesn't like go into something else. Do you think that they're conscious? Like, like um, do you think that no. the colonel is flying around this house, being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna scare Cam's aunt." Ooh, I'm going to push the paint can over. Uh, not even in a way that's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. torment them. But like, do you think he's actually f- controlling it? Yeah, maybe. I think some, yes. Some, no. I think a lot of them are unaware. Because also my brother and his wife have gone to a lot of like stuff in Gettysburg, like really haunted places in America. Yeah. And the one thing that I think is really fucking creepy is that they, anytime they come into what seems like contact with anything. They always ask it, like, what happens when you die? Where mm-hmm. are you? And they get mad every Wait, time. your brother and yeah, his have, wife have always not, ask? Yeah. They have, like, recordings and stuff. And it, like, I don't know if those recordings work, oh, if God, you believe in that. This. But I do think it's weird that it's always consistent where they're like, stop it. I can't answer that. Why? And I don't know. That's It, it really freaks me out that they're like, if, and that is like you see it on a lot of like ghost story shows and stuff where it's like you cannot ask ghosts what happens when you die. They like fucking freak out. What? I know. Why would they be like that? I don't know. Can we ponder that for a second? Maybe when you die, mm-hmm. some fucking crazy cool party excitement all of your good parts of your life flash before your eyes and you get to sit in front of a big tv and get to watch all the good stuff and yeah all everyone you ever love is there and whatever Mm -hmm. and so maybe they're mad because they don't want to ruin the surprise for you 
Maybe, but I feel like they wouldn't all, like some of them would be assholes and want to ruin it. I almost feel like it's more of like, you cannot fathom. It's not, I can't, I'm not allowed to tell you. It's, I can't because you won't understand. But why would they be mad? I don't know. Maybe Hmm. that's just how it seems. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Spooky. So what do you think with ghosts and why do you think that they're hanging out at cemeteries? Seems so boring to stay in a cemetery. So no, um, I don't believe that wholeheartedly okay i do believe that do i believe in ghosts let me just be honest with myself here yeah think about um i believe that energy is that energy stays and that and that if someone dies when people say oh the butterfly flew by me and it really if it was my mom i know it was my mom I'm like, I think I believe that. Oh, really? Like, I, not that the butterfly was their mom, but that it was a sign sent somehow from the mom or something that like, yeah. I, I believe that the dead can communicate with us. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Through many different things. Yeah. I don't know that I believe that it's like, like a haunted mansion, mm-hmm. like the I sh- think it's so rare for it to be haunted. The shape kind of vibe. Well, not literally haunted mansion, but the shape of the haunted mansion ghost, where it's like you see their face and it's like the person, but they're just like see through. Yeah. Like I don't think that that's the case. I think that your energy still exists somewhere. Yeah. So why I even said the cemetery thing at all was that I feel like when you die, the only thing that you would be doing on Earth is connecting with your loved ones. What, mm-hmm. what else would you be doing down here? Like there's nothing else you can truly experience other than I guess like you could travel and, and stuff. Yeah, but you're assuming that it's like so aware. Right. You know. I am assuming it's aware. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. I do think it would be aware. Mm-hmm. If ghosts exist, I think they're aware. Yeah. Um. Like, I don't think it's like cruel reef energy like we were talking about last time about yeah. something else like i don't think it's like a like a or a plant or something that is like alive but they don't know that they're alive mm-hmm. like i think if ghosts we were talking ex- about that in the scheme of aliens last time right but i don't think if ghosts exist that they are just like mindless mm-hmm. so the reason that i think that they would go to cemeteries or that would be their home base is because your loved ones that are still on earth are trying to connect with you. And so they go to these places to connect with you. If you're buried at a cemetery or whatever, why wouldn't you just go to your loved one's house? If you wanted to be close to them, they come to the cemetery once a year because if you die, well, not why wouldn't you, I just come I to our house? Why wouldn't I go there knowing you, Frank Riggs are going to be there 99% of the time. You can come over. <laughs> Sorry, but like, thank you. No, if you die, you can still come over. Like yeah. door open policy, always you can come over. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks. However, until you find a new how bitch. sweet will it be if you do get buried, which you don't want to be buried, but if you did get buried. Cremation only. If I go to you yeah. and I'm sitting there 
mm-hmm. and I have my little notebook of notes and things I, I mean, want to I'll te- come if you go, but I'm not saying, that's, I, I'm that's saying. not so, my home base. That's what I'm saying. So I, well, I do believe it is our home base mm. because I don't think that you exist as a ghost to watch your previous life continue or whatever. Like, no, I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think you're there all the time. So I don't think okay. you would know when to yeah come down to the house or whatever yeah so i think you would know when i was going to your cemetery to your yeah. spot in the little lot like, gotta go and you'd be like oh she's gonna come talk to me this yeah. is like our time because i would be i think i'd be sad if like i died and you moved on obviously I'd be happy that you moved on but i don't want to be like at the dinner table with you and your new wife and your kids and stuff like that like i want to be like yeah at the cemetery when you come to talk to me every 10 years and be like hey here's what's going on in my Aww, life like that's cute here's what's changed yeah you know so all that made me kind of feel emotional a little bit yeah don't um, think about that that's crazy but yeah Never so happening. i do think that that might be their home base um i also think it's important to say that i feel as if aliens are or not aliens as if ghosts are like like what they look like mm. is like energy they look like yeah. a little orby yeah I orby think so too, generally speaking yeah I think there's different levels of it but also it's like scientifically energy that exists will always exist right and you can't like start or stop energy like that's the whole thing about yeah. energy so if we are energy which i believe we are how would we just stop just because our body dies that energy has to go somewhere so but it probably you- typically disperses i believe like yeah. i think I think as long as everything's okay and there's not like some mass trauma with it or like whatever, can I think there can be a confusion. I think the energy disperses and we become part of everything because I think we already are a part of everything, which is a whole So then thing. why would someone who is a ghost, what decides if you're a ghost or you reincarnate into something else? I think it just is like what wavelength your energy is on i think everything operates what in a way what does wave. that mean I- <laughs> wavelength your energy is on talk about woohoo <laughs> <laughs> honey i think probably and all of these opinions that i have are based in literally nothing i, I um, love that it feels like you're like a professional ghost <laughs> woman and like i'm asking you questions <laughs> and you're like well i think that scientifically da 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 like no, the, well, I, I mean love i'm using science to back my opinions i think <laughs> i am using to be clear i am using no science i'm generally using nothing but when <laughs> i am using something i am using science so i think just like I think light rays are a great example. You can see certain light rays. Stay with me. Stay with me. And you can't see others. It doesn't mean that they, the others that you can't see don't affect you and you can't feel them, but you can't see them. Like x-rays you're not seeing, but we've learned to utilize that. Like I think it's, they're different wavelengths. Okay. So I think when someone passes, if it is good and complete and normal, they probably just pass and their energy just is on a certain wavelength and it just goes and flows into other things. And I so, think other so times it gets stuck. If they're on that wavelength, you wouldn't get to go to back to earth and, and check in whatever with ones and whatever. Yeah. Maybe, it's not that you're not checking in, but I think you kind of just become part of everything. Like you are in a sense, but not really. Like I, I just think it's like typically you die and you actually die and you're not around you're not hanging out because you're just becoming you're going back into the world into something else do you so think your energy's moving okay forward. when you do this you go back into and i'm doing a hand motion of like 
floaty. Flinging my hand up into the sky. You did that. Do you believe that there is a place, a physical? I think this is the place. I think everything. It's all it. So, but you don't. But where are all the are all the souls that are deciding if they want to come back or not, or if their lives are? I don't think it's. I don't think it's like what was that movie? Um, the Pixar thing. Yeah, I don't think it's like. I don't think there's a place. I don't think you decide. I don't think it's anyone's decision. I think it's like maybe you have to like make peace with things so that you can be on that wavelength to like go into other things. I think they like go into the air, become part of the ground, become a tree, maybe go into making another soul, like, or not another soul, another body, like maybe, I don't know. But I just think it like every, all of our energies kind of flow together. I think all, you're in my energy flowing together. This chair's energy is flowing together. Like, I don't think this, I don't think a human died and was reincarnated into this fucking chair. This chair is made out of a bunch of different things. But if you, it's all connected. I just think everything's connected. We are one big energy and they're all dispersed. And they all go everywhere. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, babe. I'm trying so hard to stay on your wavelength and really get it. Maybe you're not on my wavelength. I I don't think I am, but I'm really trying. Mm. Um, I think it's incredibly impossible to articulate these things because I don't don't think we... Well, I just don't think we have the knowledge, experience. Our brains are not capable of comprehending this stuff with any of it. But do you think if I died, I could haunt you? Depends how you die. Depends where you are. I think you I I think your energy. I I think our energies can latch on to things. Like, yeah, I do. I do think if it was like a really traumatic thing, I think your energy could latch on to certain things. That's why a lot of times your end is any type of like ghost experience. It's like an object or something. I think your energy could then like go into that object kind of thing. Not Mm. like this book is now haunted by Terrence Ghost. It's just that your energy (laughs) flows in and out of that maybe a bit more than being dispersed or going and being reincarnated or whatever i think like energies can get stuck and attached to things hmm. maybe i don't know who knows do you think there is a heaven because you spent a lot of your life believing that mm-hmm. heaven exists do you still believe that um I don't Taryn's know. brain is breaking. My right brain now. is breaking. I, but that's the thing. No one knows. Well, any of course, of these nobody knows. But you but, don't know. But voicing it is tough. Like, yeah, like especially if you're religious, you used to be religious, whatever. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you can do is like denounce a belief or like. Yeah. Kind of like voicing an anti-belief is like intense. But no one ever in the history of ever knew if whether heaven does or doesn't exist so you're not i don't think you're going against anything technically no it doesn't matter i Mm. know that it's just it is what it it's built in it's like a it's like a deep eternal fear of like you won't if it does exist you're not going to go if you say no yes Mm. um my belief now of an afterlife is that I think reincarnation is probably much more is more likely. I think it's reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe you have a period of time after you die and you get to like bop around and close some things and kind of like 
experience parts of life until it's not healthy for you to be there anymore, until it's not healthy for the people that are mourning anymore and whatever. Maybe you get to watch your funeral, stuff like that. Wait, if Intel's not healthy, who's making that decision? I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't, like the person wouldn't, the person that's alive wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so I think it would be for my personal growth. Like, is it useful for me to be like, watching life continue and stuff like that yeah um so I think that I probably would float around for a minute and then I would go to a place I I think I believe that there is some sort of place like an office building moment yeah where you would you gotta go to work office building <laughs> not no but like there's a place for yeah. us yeah, yeah I think I believe that like one singular place where all of this energy or whatever you want to call it spirit goes yeah because i think you could connect with other spirits and that kind of thing yeah and then you would figure out like your next assignment cute and go that's really sweet i think i believe that i like that um because we've all i mean i'll speak for myself but like i feel like i've had moments where i've been like i deeply remember this and i don't know how i remember this but i know that i've experienced this thing like deja vu vibes maybe deja vu but like is that what you mean like you're experiencing something and you're like i know i have yeah like 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 deja vu but instead of deja vu it's like thinking that it came from a different lifetime mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, think like I, I don't think that. i already experienced this in this lifetime or you I, see somebody at a grocery store or something and you're like i know you yeah we've never met and i deeply know yeah. you you maybe don't look the same or you don't whatever but like your so energy it, is so specific to me yeah that i i well, they've connected before yes some well we have connected with that being said what are your thoughts on the stories of like young kids depicting such specific things about that they claim they don't even put they don't articulate it like this which is why i believe it more but like there will be a little kid who will be like, I remember being a general in this war and going to such details. And I've seen videos of it where they've like been able to prove the details are correct. And yeah. sometimes the kid will reencount being a bad person. Yeah. Like they'll be a Nazi yeah. or something like, I don't think any parent wants to fake that and claim their kid was a bad person in their past life like yeah they're not claiming that they're a king or a prince like and it's stuff that the kid could not have learned it they like talk in their too mature like you're like you shouldn't be able to comprehend these words or what you're saying you don't know this stuff so you can't make it up and then i guess the parents could but do you believe those stories like that they're able to i do because they're so new in this life they're able to recount old ones better i do i think that stuff is so inexplainable yeah stuff like that that i find to be so your brain can't even wrap your head around it mm-hmm. like if i was five i was you i didn't have the words to say that i was a general in the civil war and and the terms for like the peplum whatever like the little like badges the little outfits yeah. and shit i'm like i don't I didn't, I was saying slur Peppa Pig's penis. <laughs> like I didn't know what, <laughs> you exactly. know. So stuff like that is what makes me go like something else is up. It's so crazy. And I, I it has yeah. to be. Yeah, I believe that. It's so bizarre. I'm like, yeah, I, that is what really gets me on the train of like something happens when we pass away. 
we it's not the end of this rodeo maybe this rodeo but we hop back on that horse there's also like a belief that like heaven and hell isn't it was never meant to be a place after you die Mm. but it was meant to say that like it was meant to um like be a what is the word i'm looking for be a metaphor for like life on earth that like heaven and hell exists already like Mm. everyone can have heaven and hell right now based on what you believe and who you how you act and all of those things so in that way I can understand that. Like, I think mindset can be mm-hmm. heaven or hell. Yeah. But it's real, like, Bible hell is, like, bad. Bible hell's, like, not like, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that for, like, eternity. Bible hell's, like, you're burned alive vibes. My only knowledge of hell, which I think is accurate religiously, is Dante's Inferno that I had to read in college. I don't think I read that. Oh, like tells you all the little like tears and where everybody is and how they're sorted. And- yeah, <laughs> so cute. Some levels seem the, like the sorting party. hat tells you where to go in hell. <laughs> Purgatory. <laughs> but yeah, so that's I find that to be dark. I know that you don't believe heaven and hell. No. Yeah. But do I also believe- don't believe anyone is purely good or purely evil. But that's a whole other thing we're not getting into today. Do you believe you and I can find each other in the afterlife? If I we think were to have- get in a car accident and die both on the same day, do you think we could connect again? Um, yes. I think there are certain that. people's energies that are bound in a sense. And maybe we were one energy at one point and we were split. Oh my God. And that's why Sisters. we come back. Well... The so Taryn and I talked this woman Donna. Taryn's oh mom started boy. it. Well, I, I think this if, is important. Okay, I think we maybe just like skip aliens for this episode and just stay on this trip. I think we have to because I was gonna just shift gears to aliens. No, no, we go, were way go, more. Go to Donna. We really like ran through stuff more last time, but now I think because we've talked about it, my like gears are going. And so cue Donna. Cue Donna. Donna is this incredible woman. Uh, she lived in San Diego. She moved now, and. Basically, well, actually, can I give the background on this? Please, it's like my yes. family's like absolutely. Lady. I just was thinking, I don't actually know. <laughs> so, all growing up, my mom and my aunt would have calls with the guides. I'm doing air, air quotes. quotes, the guides, and it was this guy named Ron Scholastico that in my head looked like Santa, and I don't know if I'm doing that or if I've solved picture of him because he's dead now dead feels intense i didn't mean to say it like that he's gone <gasps> i wonder if he's a guide now anyways continue probably it should be but you would call these people you would call ron and ron would tap in to your guides which was like your spiritual counsel basically and you could ask questions about your life like the elders that are like the board of your business yes you- <laughs> and like you could ask questions about your life and they would answer. And it wasn't, I understand that that probably sounds like it's slimy, but it just isn't. It wasn't. But I didn't know much about it growing up until my older brother started going. And then my mom would be like, oh, yeah, you know, your brother's seeing the guides now. And I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And I probably thought that was like some crazy woohoo shit because I was Christian and I was like, you're talking to the devil. Um, but, but over time, yeah, my mom and my aunt and my brother are people that I looked up to 
look up to so deeply that mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going to dip my toe in these waters. That kind of sounds fun. So Ron dies and Ron. Did you ever talk to Ron? Never talked to Ron. Oh, bummer. I don't even know if, J- I think maybe Jason had one call with Ron yeah. before he died, but my mom and my aunt talked to Ron for a really long time. Yeah. Donna is next in, next of kin, next. <laughs> not actually family, but like next in line. Yeah. Like his apprentice yeah and so donna has trained under him to be able to connect to the guides yeah and so now we talk to donna um which i think we all could do this if we honed our skill but continue so (laughs) donna this is like so so woohoo and so woohoo so you call donna perfectly normal lady how are you? Your wedding pictures were beautiful. She's so fucking cute. Da, da, da. She's like, like an adorable woman. Gorgeous lady. Perfect. And then goes, all right, well, um, you know, especially if you're on Zoom with her, this is a bizarre experience, but she's like, so just give me one second. I'm going to tap into it and remember that when I say, do you understand that is the guide speaking through me and that is your turn to talk. You want to take it from here? Yeah. The first time I did it, I sobbed without realizing i was sobbing which is really really weird i was like just like it was just like an like a really intense feeling um it is a very bizarre experience when she starts to do it because she's like moaning and like making all these insane noises and you're like what the fuck is happening like especially if you have never done it or if you're not into that kind of thing it's very jarring i mean i am into that kind of thing but like i'd never done it so i was like this is so weird. And I wasn't watching her. It was just on the phone. But she goes like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's so bizarre. But she like, yeah, she does this thing where she taps into it. And then she has worked out her process where you can either get an intro where it's kind of like. An opening. Yeah, an opening it. where the guides kind of just share their thoughts and they'll just kind of like things that they want to share with you so it's like highly recommended that you do that if you do and you don't fill out a form before you go to this i didn't tell her anything going in i mean i think she knew that well dean i think your mom made my appointment so i think she knew that i somehow i don't know it she didn't know anything about me and i mean i'm not here to like prove that she's real i'm just going to share my experience with it but like i don't know it was I don't my only dilemma of is this real or not is are you tapping into other spirits who like have some kind of knowledge that I don't or are you finding a way to kind of like tap into me which Mm. I think could also be very accurate and also very helpful Mm. Um, but I asked some very specific things about what was going on in my life and what I needed to do. And it was just so dead on. It was so helpful. It ended up being so accurate. And they're also really good with like free will of like, they will draw the line. And it's not like, we don't know, continue where it sounds fake. It's like, that's kind of on you. And we're not going to guide you in that area. Like they do put their foot down. Or if it's like, we have known people to do it where if it's a health thing that they're really worried about, they will be pushy. It's honestly sick. So my mom goes to them for a lot of health stuff. And so does my aunt. Like over time as they're getting older, they'll ask. And my mom will be like, should I go to this surgeon or this surgeon? And they will say this surgeon, a thousand percent. Should I choose this lawyer or this lawyer? Mm. And they will say, this lawyer will give you. I did the lawyer thing. Yeah. 
and it was so accurate. I was talking to this one lawyer who was really good, highly recommended, but just not very responsive. And that was stressing me out. I like people to be like kind of on top of their shit. Yeah. And I asked the guys, I was like, do I go with this person? I really want to get this taken care of. I want it done quickly. And they basically were like, the lawyer's great. They will get the job done. You're going to be incredibly frustrated with them. The entire process, it's going to drag out. You'll get the results you want in the end, so it's totally okay. But, and I didn't say to, no one knew that I like am like a get shit done kind of person. They were like, you get really frustrated when people are not responsive and on top of stuff and it was like a holiday weekend so they obviously she wasn't very responsive they were like take that as a note this is not just about this time frame it will continue but if you keep looking out the third person you find or something is going to be perfect for you and they were I went and I like when I was in the meeting with my lawyer that I found I was like this is so serendipitous like you're perfect she got it done. She was amazing. Yeah. I felt so comfortable and safe with her. Like, it was just weird. But, like, who cares if somebody's not responsive? And they knew that. Like, and I hadn't told anyone but Taryn that I was irritated with the emails that she wasn't responding quick enough. And I'm not, like, emailing Donna <laughs> hey, to tell Donna, the guy. Hey, Donna, mention <laughs> this. But, so, the the basically, what it is, is that there are what Donna explains it as is that there are basically spiritual guides in your life that have lived tons of lifetimes on earth, mm-hmm. reincarnated into tons, seasoned. tons of different things. They have tons of experience and now they live in the ether or whatever. And they are specifically assigned to you because they know you, they are good for you. They are whatever. And when you ask them things, they are like, they get in a huddle basically mm-hmm. and they answer. And so what is it's so, so cool. wild about it though, is that they talk in this like not old English, but like they don't know. And not broken English. I don't know how to explain it. it the it's way like, that my aunt has explained it is like, imagine your ancestor from 300 years ago comes to visit. Mm-hmm. They're saying things differently than how you would say them. And yeah. They're so, like the, technology no no no. i'm talking like when they're like the 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 young, person the whatever you. one they'll be like yeah look into look towards the motherly one or yes. what, like it's like so bizarre the way yeah I, say it. I can't think of what i'm trying to say it's it, yeah. i mean it's basically that but it's like they kind of just say things in like almost this little riddle yeah and then you sit back it's not riddle enough to where you sit back and have to interpret it. and then Or you, that you could be like, yeah, I can make this whatever. It's not like a horoscope. It's not like that. Yeah. Um, it's so specific. Like yeah. I had a call with the guides the other day and I asked like, is there any, of course I asked this, is there anything in my body I should be aware of? Anything I should be paying extra attention to? One, they always tell me to cut caffeine. They say that is the worst thing for me. I haven't done it, but they're very specific about me cutting caffeine Two, they always tell me that I'm more dehydrated than the average person no matter how much water I mean not no matter caffeine yes which is not no matter how much water I have but like my starting point I need more water than everyone else which my doctors have told me since I was a kid they always say you're tall you need way more water yeah you are active all the shit so what was the first one caffeine water mm-hmm. and then the third this last time they told me that i need to pay attention to my feet they said if i Why don't do you know if i don't take good care of my feet as i get older they'll become a large problem for me Ooh. and so 
Interesting. I, that's why like when I started running, I was like, I have to go to the running store, get ever. the right yeah. shoe. Like I'm going to get the insoles and the yeah. whole thing because I've seen so many people have dumb problems with their feet that like it fucks with them forever. So yeah. Crazy. Drama. But that's the shit I believe in now. Yeah. Same. And I think it's been my mom's dream that I believed in that, but she's never once pushed it on me. She always said, I will oh, buy you, you an appointment yeah. with the guides when you want it, yeah. but it's no big deal. If you don't totally fine. And then the first one that I did, I was like, Oh, this that is was helpful. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but talking about reincarnation, when one of the first times I talked to the guides, they had told, or I forget if it was me or you talking to them or both of us. They said that Taryn and I, have spent many lives together. And, it was and, when we were deciding to date or not. Yeah, we were like, do we ruin the friendship and date? They basically were like, you have been everything to each other. You have been friends, enemies, siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you've been together, whatever. And this is one of the first lives you get to just pick. It doesn't matter what you choose. It's going to be fine. Like, It'll be you, good no It's okay. What. It's okay. If you choose to be friends, that's all right. You're both going to be okay. But if you choose to be together, it's going to be really wonderful. So we said to get a forever. So we said, okay. Um, okay. That got very woohoo. I'm going to jump into, <laughs> I'm going to jump into the listener queue. But before I do, I want to share a memory I just had about my mom one time going to a psychic of some sort. Oh. And she, it was, I think recently after I had come out to my mom and this psychic told my mom that I was into women however I would inevitably end up with a man oh my god and I was and my mom shared this with me and my mom's great like she's amazing she's super supportive but early on I think it was a little harder and she shared this with me which I was very pissed off that she even like told me this yeah it's kind of intense and I literally looked at her and I said Mom, I promise you one thing. Even if I ever fall in love with a man, I will never be with him just to spite you. Because <laughs> in that moment, you were so mad she said that. Yeah, because I was like, that makes me feel like you are trying to negate yeah, me yeah, being yeah. queer. And you're trying to push that. Uh-huh. Like, even if you, you're you gay, sure. Even a psychic thinks that you're gay. There is going to be a man out there who's an exception yeah. for you. And I was like, he would be like this Pittsburgh second rate psychic who probably like has a Ouija board. No. A I was, she's a woohoo she's, board. Her whole tagline was let's get woohoo. <laughs> Honey, let's leave a Yelp review and be like, said I'd end up with a man. Well, look at me. Look bitch. at me now. She'll be like, there's still time. And I like know. comes and destroys our marriage or something. I don't know. I was so oh, mad about it. I was gosh. so angry i was like literally i'm gonna spite you forever and then i saw a tiktok the other day that was like this bisexual girl and she's like i don't care if i find the most perfect man i will never date him because my mom would like it too much and i was like yep yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm not even bi do you feel like you're not with a man because of out of spite then yeah for sure there's been a few uh, i always say cam would marry an athlete a hundred percent would be an well Sorry. Yeah, there's so many women athletes. No, let me back. Oh this my up. god, Taryn doesn't support women's sports. That's no. Okay, she can't play baseball anymore. No, literally. I, I knew have you a went on a sweater that says just women's sports. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I have like five. However, um, what I was going to say is that I do think that you would be a great wag. Yes. Yeah, I'd be amazing. What's wag? Wives and girlfriends of athletes. Yeah, you'd be amazing. Be really careful with this. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, I clicked a button. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I unclicked it, so hopefully it's fine. I hope so. If you can't hear me, sorry. Okay. This story is great. I'm so glad Taryn completely forgot it because it's really funny and really awesome and really cute and really cool. If you're new to the podcast, we, as this is a sleepover, except listener gossip stories. Advice, questions. Advice, questions, a little hot goss, whatever it would be. Basically what you would do at the end of the night when you sit in bed in your little sleeping slumber bag and you go, You're feeling really cozy with your friends. You, You guys, I have something to tell you. And then you tell them a story. Or you go, what do you guys think about Bobby? Or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what this is. You can submit these things to us at stayinguppod at gmail.com. We will keep it anonymous if you want to be anonymous. I think everyone so far has asked to be anonymous. Yeah. So no shame Change in that. the names for us, though, because we read these live. Um, and then if we say it out loud, we have to edit. It's such a pain. Help us this out. Hit me, honey. Um, okay, little peepees. Who is joining up. Who's joining us for this Uh um, I can't say her name. So her name is Stacy. And she's Pee-pees. a very hot mom. Peepees, welcome Stacy. She's a mom? No, I said she has a very hot mom. Stacy's oh, mom uh, has got sorry. it going I love on. that. Okay. Stacy. No, Stacy is in college. She is not a mom. I mean, not that you can't be in college and be a mom, but she is a baby. Okay. Hey, babies. Oh. How are you? She didn't say peepees because this is back in January. I went deep for this one. How are you? First of all. I would like to say that I've been loving the podcast. You two feel like my two gay aunts I knew I needed, but I never had. Ugh. Since this is a sleepover, I figured I could ask you some advice. This story will be a little TMI. It's the only kind of stories we no like such here, Stacey. Thing. So I apologize in advance. But I mean, what are sleepovers for? I'm in my third year of college, but this semester I had to retake a few second year classes. One of the first days of the semester, I'm sitting next to some friends and this girl comes in. Let's call her Anna. Hot. Stacy and Anna. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see her and I'm like, wow, this is the most beautiful girl mm. I've ever seen. I love that feeling. I turn to my friend and he says, go talk to her. Mm-hmm. I say, I would rather die. <laughs> A month passes by, and I keep noticing her, and I tell my other friends that I have a campus crush. That's what we dubbed it. A CC. <laughs> a CC for the PP. <laughs> One of my friends, let's call him Thomas, who's dating my roommate, tells me to show him her Instagram. I do. He grabs my phone, and he starts following her. I die. Literally. Terrible. I had never spoken one word to Anna at this point, and obviously ex- I exaggerate this so much in my head. Wait, she literally died, so that means she's going to haunt Anna for the rest of the Yeah, time? yeah. She's, okay, so now Stacey's a ghost. <laughs> Moving forward. <laughs> that week, I go on a weekend trip with my high school friends, and the topic of crushes comes up. Classic. Again, I tell them about Anna. Big mistake. One of my best friends asked me to show him her Instagram. He grabs my phone and starts liking pictures. Okay, what the fuck kind of animal friends do you I know have? Your friends are kooky. They're crazy. They are so woohoo. At this point, I think, <laughs> I think whatever minimal chance I had is gone now. Like it's done. Next week, I avoid her as much as possible because I'm thinking she thinks I'm like the weirdest person on earth. But on Friday, she's sitting beside me. And she's talking Ooh, to her friend about me. something. She said something to him. And I don't know what came over me. But I just turned around and jumped in. Oh, behind her. Sorry. Behind, not beside. Oh. 
I, know, I was like, like that Damn. was so uh, she loves you. Elizabethan era. Yeah. We started talking, but I felt my face turning red, so I turned back around. The next week, I'm sitting in class, and me and my friends weren't paying attention. At some point, I kind of want to start paying attention, so I ask Anna what page we're on, and we start talking. I turn red again, but I just Aww, ignore it. Shame. Proud of you. Proud of you for ignoring it as a fellow turning red girly. Um, but I just ignore it, and she, and she tells me she needs some help with one of her classes. Classic rom-com vibe. Literal hot. Yeah. I tell her I would love to help her. So she hands me her phone to add me on Instagram. In my head, I think, okay, maybe she didn't notice the whole liking and following. Oh, fuck. She's already following. Yeah. We start texting. Well, she didn't notice then. Um, Yeah. Or liked it. You know? Yeah. Or or knew. Yeah. Yeah. Or or like knew and was like, let's get this ball rolling. We start texting a lot. And a few days later, she comes over. We end up talking for like four hours. And when she leaves, she asks if I want to come to this party with her the next day. I say sure. And I ask if I can bring some friends with me. So I bring Thomas and another person. And she brings a friend as well. Wait, can we just pause? This is going swimmingly. Yeah. I'm not seeing any problems yet. Wait, what the fuck? This is. So we're dancing as you do. What? Yeah, better and better. As you do. Not everyone dances she, at parties. This is sexy. Wait. And she kept like holding my hand and hugging me. Oh stuff. my God. I also think these people are from France or like living in France or oh. somewhere near Paris, which okay. you'll hear in a little bit. That makes so sense. So I'm like, even like hotter. I'm like, we're in Europe. And we're it's holding also, hands. maybe that's more normal that you would like go to a party and dance and hold hands and it not be a thing. I don't know. Well, people are t- maybe touchier in Europe in my head. I don't know if that's true, but. I don't know. I mean, you watch that French reality dating show and they were less touchy. But okay. Yeah. Um, she kept holding my hand and hugging me and stuff. At one point, we're like in the middle of the crowd and I look at her and was like, you know, the moment before you kiss someone. Yes, I do. It felt like that. So I think this is my moment. Do but it. when I wanted to make my move, I started feeling all of my organs turn and just no. couldn't. So I chickened out. On our way home, Thomas told okay. me what the fuck why didn't you kiss her and i realized i should have and i felt kind of sad about it but the thing is i don't know if she's even queer i have no doubts but (laughs) i'll keep going honestly could not be clearer after this night we started hanging out like at least twice a week what the fuck we we cook together i bring her to parties honey i don't wait and we watch (laughs) movies in bed I don't see anyone twice a week besides my gay wife. <laughs> so she's gay. <laughs> she's gay. But they're in college. And people are mm. more readily available at That's this true. Age. You, have, you have no, you I don't have a lot. I've with my friends daily, multiple times a day. Fair. Okay. Okay. But they are watching, watching movies in bed. In bed. I'm also curious about the climate. If it's hot and you guys are watching movies in bed. Okay. I'm My spooked. computer's dying. We got to keep this going. Oh, go hurry. Um. Okay. Uh, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Okay. Every time we leave a party, I get texts from my friends that say, yeah, go for it. It's impossible that she's not queer. She wants you to kiss her. Thomas said that there were a few times where I gave her a kiss on the cheek when I thought she wanted me to kiss her when he thought she wanted me to kiss her. And every time I bring her home, I chicken out and don't kiss her. Mm. Fast forward a month. We're in class. She asked what I'm doing after our exams. And she asked to go on a you. city trip to say Paris. You. I say, sure. But in my head, I'm like, I've only known this girl for a month. Is this a good idea? So I start to kind of panic and decide to ask some other friends to come along with us. The last few weeks of the semester, we keep texting. Hmm. She keeps coming over and we have become super close. Yeah, super close. Seriously. I still don't know if she's queer. 
We do. She is. She's queer. Now I'm home studying for my exams. We still text a lot. And she tells me she misses me and tells me to come cuddle. Damn, I'm cringing so hard writing this. I've shown some (laughs) of the messages to my friends. And they also agree that it seems like there could be more. But I'm getting kind of annoyed that there is like no real confirmation. My friends say I need to try and kiss her in Paris. But if that doesn't go the way I hope, it's going to be awkward. Also, she has become a really good friend. And I don't want to fuck that up. Because we do vibe a lot. Maybe important to know to know that I almost that almost all my friends are straight and the majority are guys. So I feel like they maybe don't really understand the struggle. The story makes me seem like I have no game at all. But the thing is, I have never been in this situation. I know you'll probably say that I just have to ask if she's queer, but I don't know how to have that conversation. Any advice? Have a great day. What advice do you have for Miss Stacy Pants? Stacy Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Triple P. I am 89% sure that this person's queer. And the other 11%, is that the right number? 11? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that they like you and just didn't realize that they like girls. They like you. I'd say the other 8% is that. And And then then whatever is left over is, is that they're clueless. We don't know this person. Why are they wanting to cuddle in bed? Some people are weird. Some people are weird. But Mm. 3%, 3 out of 100 is so little. I would bet so much money that this person likes you. They might not know how to say it. They know that you're queer and they're just like, please help me figure it out. Like, I don't know what you think she should do. I'm thinking that Stacy Pants should take off Stacy's pants and <laughs> No, that's her own pants. Oh, take off. I do her mean own. that. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Head to Anna's pants. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do think that Stacy should say not even say anything. I think the next time you guys are having your weird little close dance moment, I don't mean weird as in weird, I mean weird as in whoa, this what is, is wild. This? Yeah. Um I think you kiss her. I think when your faces got close and if you have another moment of like, holy fuck, I'm getting kissy Mm -hmm. energy, Mm -hmm. I think you do it. I think it's as simple as that. And I think that's an easy cop out. Like if you're dancing, you're hugging, you're like cheek to cheek and you go and kiss her and God forbid, which again, I do not see happening. She pulls away and is like, what are you doing? What? Oh my God. Then you're like, oh, sorry. Whatever. They're in France. So she'd be like, mouche carmi, mouche. That was a terrible French <laughs> accent, but we're going to roll with it. I just think you're like, I I don't know. I thought you wanted that. Whatever. Like, just kidding. Let's keep dancing. Who cares? I don't. I also don't think you should worry about, like, ruining the friendship. Yeah. You like this girl. Yeah. Do you really want her to be your friend? It sounds like you have enough friends. You don't need another friend. Yeah. We got Thomas. We got Thomas. And we got the other guy. There was who, some like, other guy. Liked all her pictures. Also, your boyfriends in your life are fucking rogue we need a lecture moment with the boys you need to tell them that that's not cool they can't be like following and liking and interfering where you are not down with yet because uh, i'm gonna be honest with you sis look you're in college the likelihood that this is your person forever is actually a little bit low Fair, but the likelihood that this person is a stepping stone to your forever person is high or just a person or a person yes but what that means is if these boys, Thomas and unnamed man, are here for the long haul, they need to be told how to act. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not. Get they, your friends in check. Get your friends in check. But I'm like, most worried about your friends. Anna is sending you 
more like all the vibes like she has yeah. she has thrown down all the vibes talking to you asking for help in class blah 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 cuddle Take, come, come to this party cuddle she didn't say come to this party with me and my friend she said come to this party and then you were like i'm bringing friends and then she brought friends come to paris and you were like can i bring friends and she brought friends like she's kind of making the moves here that if you interpret it wrong it's good for her to know that she yes. is putting out major feels yes. like she kind of needs that wake up call. I don't, not, I don't think you have to say, hey, are you queer? Because the answer is irrelevant because she might not know. She, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what anyone identifies as. The question is, are you into me? And yeah. Anna's into you. And if Anna knows that you're queer, I don't know how outwardly queer you are, but let's say you're, people know you're queer and Anna's still doing this. That means something. Yeah. It's like. That means something. You might be a little less like cautious about cuddling your besties if you know that they're straight but if you know someone's gay you're gonna be like i'm not gonna put down like weird vibes just like yeah. you would like if i had a gay boy bestie i would like cuddle them and whatever but i'm not gonna go cuddle a straight bestie boy my my final point here is i've never texted a friend that i don't want to kiss and said can we can you come over and cuddle never. i would never do that i and guess I know some, some girl yeah. yeah that's the thing i think growing up yeah, queer we are like we are scared to be affectionate with our female friends yeah because we don't because we don't want to put out the i are you looking at me because i said female no oh, I thought you were i'm just looking at you because you're talking <laughs> no well you went mm. no yeah we're like I've always been timid about like being affectionate with my friends. You don't want to come off as like creepy. Yeah. It's like we have this ingrained in us that like we are. What is the word I'm looking for? I almost want to say pedophile. It was wrong. We are like sexual attracted. No, no. Like we are like we're we're being creepy. We have been told this as queer people so many times that like we are. What is dangerous? No, (laughs) I know. Anyways. It's like we have this fear of making somebody feel uncomfortable around us. So I think like some girls are very touchy with their friends. But regardless, it's okay. These are clear mixed signals that anyone could think that open communication is the best. I also think like you don't have to flat out be like, are you queer? I think you could be like, hey, I really enjoy our friendship. I'm having so much fun with you. I also feel like there's kind of like an added vibe here. Yeah, I don't vibe. know if I'm misreading the situation and like totally don't want to make you uncomfortable. But I also don't want to be ignoring your signs. And as a queer woman, I have to be careful. I don't read my female friends vibes off. Like just be Stop so female, honey. <laughs> just be so transparent and just be like, am I reading into this or is there maybe a little vibe here? Because there's been times where I'm kind of wanting to kiss you. And I haven't, and I don't want you to think I don't want to, but also totally cool if you don't want to. Happy to be friends. Just like, I think that confidence would, like, if, if a friend said that to me who I wasn't into, yeah. I mean, well, being married now, it would be so fucking weird and offensive, but like, if I was single and hanging out with somebody who I wasn't into and they got mixed signals, if yeah. they were just like, is there a vibe here? I would never be like, oh my God, no, ew, we can't be friends now. So if she is like that, you don't want her as a friend. Case closed. Beautiful. Mic drop. But this was an email from January. So please, Stacy, a.k.a. your real name, message us. Let us know. Listen, if y'all have come to a previous sleepover and if you've listened to an episode or have written in 
and we've read your story, that means you've come to a previous, you've been to a sleepover with yeah. us. Um, we beg of you to hit us back with the gossip. Please goss. keep us updated. Please let us know what's going down. I don't think we've been updated on any of them. Not a single one. That uh, honestly, it's rude. Um, we'd also love to share oh. updates with the audience. What? Sorry, Riggy oh, Riggy's is like attacking going bug. to town at her asshole, which is also becoming a theme no, on no. this podcast. Uh, she was biting bug. Oh, it's just by her butt. Riggy. Um, hey, from the bottom Hi, of our Riggy. hearts, thank you so much for staying up with us. Um, a You're fun our episode. Favorite? Favorite pillow princesses of all times. You are our favorite peepees ever. You are also the highlight oh, of our week. I have a little note on pillow princesses really quick mm-hmm. that a lot of people have shared on our YouTube comments. Okay. Um, everyone really liked the way we explained it. They thought we were like respectful because some people do identify as pillow princesses in not a derogatory way. I think people are kind of reclaiming it. There are people who are pillow princesses and the people who want to be with that are stone tops people who are like touch me nots do not want that Mm -hmm. sometimes it's from trauma sometimes it's personal preference okay and i know we kind of did touch on this people like added the terms that i wanted to share but people were like yeah there's somebody for everyone and some people really prefer a pillow princess because they don't want to be touched but a pillow princess doesn't mean that you're just a lazy lover and other people did say that they are lazy that's nice i'm sure some are but also maybe this is too much but this is in good fun we're not trying to take labels and be like this is a bad part of lesbians this is a good part of lesbians this is a weird part of the queers this is what (laughs) we're guys who pillow princess is funny because it's a it's a slumber party sleepover vibe and uh we're also gay and we absolutely don't want to make anybody feel weird and thank you for telling us how you feel um but also please know that no everyone's great everyone's great Remember to write in. Remember to write in. Stayinguppod at gmail.com. Tell us your gossip or update us on gossip we've previously reported on. Yes, yes. Two. We're rate. trying. Subscribe. We're trying pretty hard on rate and subscribe. Okay. Guys, we broke into the top 50 of so many countries, Spotify's in our category. In the relationships category, we're kind of flying. So <gasps> it's really cool and really exciting. If you are a true PP, you're going to get out there. You're going to like the pod on Spotify and on whatever Apple. Wherever you listen. I know it's ridiculous, but like do it. It's not that hard. And also follow us on the things. I'm trying hard on TikTok to grow our little followership. We got that on Instagram, yada, yada. And we've been using it a lot to like get content for the podcast. So if you want more involved, Head over there. And three, final note, is every week I get so excited because we post our little roundup post to say. To say. Hope that you know that we look forward to that more than we could ever express. So please keep doing it. Meet us in the comments. It feels bizarre to be talking into a thing and just. We don't want to hear ourselves talk. We want to talk with you. It's not. Yeah. It's with not at. So please comment. Say hellos. We love you. We love you. Sweet dreams. Peepees. Bye peepees. Sleep well.
Did I tell you about the conversation I had with my brother this weekend? No, what? We were talking about how crappy our parents' betting is. <laughs> and he was like, wait, I have the best betting. He's like bragging. I was like, where'd you get it? He's like, Quince. I was like, brother, I got ours from Quince too. I get the like competition of like, <laughs> I'm going to put you onto something. You're like, I've been knowing. I don't want to say I made Quince happen, but I feel like everyone's talking about it now and I've been using it for years. I was trying to gatekeep it. I stumbled upon them when I was looking for those cashmere sweaters yeah. because all of them are like $300 and I... I'm trying to be a savings girly and I found Quince and they're only $50. Yeah. So I assume they had to be sacrificing on quality or something had to be off. Yeah. But the quality is amazing and they also only work with safe and ethical manufacturing practices. You're getting everything you want. They just cut out the middleman and that's how you get the savings. I also feel like they're a one-stop shop for basically anything. Yeah. It's like, like I said, Did you know bedding. Jewelry? Yeah. Everything. And that blanket we got, that knit blanket yeah. is from them. <laughs> the best. Healthiest blanket I've ever had. They have everything. If you want to give yourself the luxury you deserve, do so with quince go to quince.com slash staying up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q u i n c e.com slash staying up to get free shipping and 365 day returns once again quince.com slash staying up it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.